Welcome to Gym Wag, a podcast series hosted by me, Lisa Eaton. Over at G&T, I'll be interviewing some of the region's most respected business leaders, CEOs and CMOs to hear all about their journey and their experiences. So take a seat, pour a drink and join us for an inspiring half hour of like-minded chat. Today, I have the absolute pleasure of interviewing the very talented, very cool Chloe Clover. Chloe is the young and super energetic director and co-founder of Wonder Films. Last year, Chloe made the globally recognised Forbes 30 Under 30 list, as well as becoming the newly crowned Tease Businesswoman of the Year. In just five years, she's built a multi-award winning video marketing business and it all started with her partner Lou and an idea they had on the other side of the planet. Now Wonder Films are a fast growing team of 15 with a very, very cool and unique style who work with top brands all over the world. Here is her story from dropping out of school to making the Forbes 30 under 30. Enjoy. So, Chloe, thank you so much for being here. I'm so excited to hear your story because I've been following your journey for a little while and I'm sure um, the bits that I've seen are fascinating, but I'm sure there's way more to it. So we're going to get into that today. So thanks for being here. Oh, thanks for thanks for having me. I'm really excited for it, actually. I've been I've been looking forward to it. So, uh, yeah, thank you. So, Chloe, tell me a little bit about your journey so far, because you went from dropping out of school at 15 to being featured on the Forbes 30 under 30 list, which is just awesome. Um, yeah. Tell us about your journey. Yeah. Yeah. So quite a drop out, drop out to Forbes is a, a quite a quite a challenge. Um, but yeah, it's things have been things have been interesting. I think I. I yeah, I had I had a chal- I had challenges in school. It never really worked for me. Um, that the system never really worked. I I I, I felt like I was always um, I felt a little I felt a little bit trapped. I suppose I felt trapped in in that setting. Um, and then uh, I didn't have a great time there either. And all of these things were going on. And it just I don't think it works for everyone. Or, or maybe it needs a little bit of a shake up. But I'm not a teacher, so or I'm not in education. But uh, my opinion. Um, so yes, yeah, so I ended up leaving school um, at the start of uh, at the end of year ten, so the start of year eleven ish when I was fifteen. Um, I managed to still do my exams, which was really cool. Um, so I, 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 all I was interested in was getting in uh, to art and art school and being creative, and that's what I really wanted to do. Um, and I was, and uh, I, I managed to pass uh, enough of my GCSEs to to get in. Um, which was quite a feat in itself, considering I wasn't in school <laughs> at the time. Uh, so yeah, so I did that. Went to art school, um, studied fine art and photography. Got really into photography. I just love being creative. But again, I, even though it was a really cool space and I, and, it, and you could express yourself there, and it was different, I still felt like it just didn't work for me. That 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 setting just I, yeah. I don't know. I guess in hindsight, maybe. Uh, didn't like being told what to do. Um, <laughs> Tends to be a trait of entrepreneurs, actually, doesn't it? <laughs> Potentially, yeah. I think, uh, I think, yeah. Just, uh, I like, I like my own way. Uh, <laughs> um, but and and yeah, so I, I, I sort of felt a little bit lost after after um, I, I left college and didn't really know what to do. And I and I got a job as a support worker, and that was really great. Um, but it wasn't me. I like I was in bands and stuff as well. 
I met my uh, my partner and business partner Lou, um, and we connected on a level that you know we we just both felt lost and we didn't know what we wanted to do. We knew we had this passion in us to do something. It was just figuring out what it was. So we bought that one way ticket to the other side of the world, and uh, yeah, sold everything we owned, headed over to Sydney, and yeah, that's where it all started. Wow, that's a, such an amazing journey. And I guess, you know, it's interesting because there's so many people who just don't like that traditional academic route, right? And just, or it just doesn't do them, you know, any favors. It doesn't let them express themselves in the way they want to express or learn in the way that they want to learn. And I think it can be quite restrictive in that way. And, um, you know, it's a great example of, you know, somebody kind of breaking out of that traditional um, box, but showing huge success around that as well. So yeah well done thank you and it's not that it isn't for everyone like I, I, I it has it's definitely I mean if you want to be a doctor you know like go and you need to go and study and learn how to do it and you need to go to university like I, I totally get that but uh that that progression of, of of school college university just isn't for everybody and I, and I think that um I think it hasn't changed in a really long time, right? Like the move, like the world's moved on so much, but education still feels the same as it was in the 50s and 60s. So like, I think it just needs someone to come in with some fresh ideas of of how we can really reach these young people and speak to them on a way that I wasn't spoken to. Yeah, absolutely. Couldn't agree more with that. Um, you never know, that could be you one day we're watching. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, I always ask this at the beginning of the podcast. I always just think this is really fascinating. But um, what's the first brand that ever made an impact on you, Chloe, growing up? And why? What do you remember of it? Oh, that's a really good question. Um, mm, I think it was probably... <laughs> uh, well, there was probably two. Um, I, I was, I've always been obsessed with, with um, Nike uh, as a brand. I think when I was in school, I couldn't... Like, I could never on my family we we couldn't afford like they were such a luxury brand at that point like if anybody had were wearing like a night like, t-shirt and like trainers you were like oh my god like you know it's so cool and and I never had that um and I think like so I've always had like this opinion of of Nike as being like something that I just feel really connected to like I really want it because I, I saw everybody else have that so that that had a huge impact on me and I think that you know the way that they're marketing themselves. To, you know that it's them from the the swoosh, like it's the or the tickle or whatever. I just think like what they've done is incredible. Um, but then the second one I would say would be Spice Girls. Right? <laughs> like I remember being like uh, like five. I don't know, like five six year old something like that, and just being obsessed with the Spice Girls. But then everybody else was as well. Like everyone they just spoke to a, a generation of young girls and it was all girl power. And it just, I remember that happening. And that's the first time I really saw like a, um, like a, a, a brand, like really delve into like a, a culture in the way that they did. Yeah, no, absolutely. Well, I have to ask which, which spice girl were you, which was your favorite? <laughs> <laughs> I was, uh, I was sporty spice. Yeah, absolutely. Um, okay. Amazing. So, I mean, you know, it's fair to say that you are a hugely successful entrepreneur now and way too many awards for me to start mentioning. The list is super long, um, but you're only, a, you know, a handful of years into the wonder journey at the moment. Um, did you always know from a really early 
early age where you were headed did you know kind of content video creative or entrepreneurship was your thing or was that by accident it, it do you know what it's it's a really interesting question um i, I think that uh, it, it it's not that it's weird isn't it because i it's not i didn't set out and and like i said when i was in school and stuff i didn't know that this is what i was going to do i but having said that, like, I always felt like I was going to do something. Mm-hmm. I, I, there was always a feeling like I, I, I wanted to, I wanted to do something really special. I, I wanted to achieve something, I suppose. And, and, uh, and then I knew that if I just worked really hard, I, 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 it would be that thing. And I think when I found, um, it didn't feel like in, in, in art and in photography and stuff like that it I was just trying to figure it figure out what that was and it and it wasn't until like I said when we were in Australia because I thought I was going to be in a band as well I was a drummer so I was like I was I was sure that I was going to make it as a drummer (laughs) but it was when we were in Australia like I realized that my my skills using the camera and being creative and then also my uh, drive for not wanting to work for anyone <laughs> like those things combined it, it helped us is find wonder films which and then and then take it uh through uh i think through australia and southeast asia and, and we were traveling creating content and then we sort of realized you know if we're ever going to really make this work then we need to go home to the northeast uh stick down some roots and and water this plant and and watch it grow and that's so yeah that's what we did yeah and that's like such an amazing story and I guess you know often you never know where that business story is going to start where it's going to end you probably might not know where it's going to end still I'm sure there's lots of grand plans there um but there's always kind of twists and turns along the way in curveballs isn't that absolutely yeah just part of the fun of course um (laughs) Well, obviously, yes, you just said that you guys started that while you were traveling the world um, and you started it with Lou, who is your um, your business partner, um, and she's also your other half. How is it running a business with your other half? How does that work for you guys? <laughs> well, do you know what? We get asked that so often. Um, it's uh, it's 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 hard to explain. Like people, do you know when people usually ask that question, um, they they don't like uh, they ask it in a way where it's like, um, how do you do that? <laughs> How do you work with your partner? Uh, how do you see them twenty four seven? But it's like I've I'm one of those lucky people. Uh, and this is going to sound really mushy. <laughs> so um, apologies in advance if you, if you cringe easily, just uh, plug your ears. But uh, I'll skip ahead thirty seconds. But um, but yeah, I'm I'm one of those really lucky people that's found my person and uh so being able like that was a huge factor in in doing in setting up wonder that we we wanted to do this thing together and being able to spend every day with the my person is just like that's that's an unbelievable thing that not a lot of people have and that's one of our superpowers if you like I couldn't like I couldn't do it without her so Yeah. yeah we're really lucky Oh, no, I love that. And when I set up on written, I set it up with a really good mate of mine at the time. Um, so, you know, not quite to your level of partners, but still, we used to see each other all the time, spend all our time at work together, spend all our time socialising together. And people said, you know, you'll never make it work. It'll, you know, it's too much. You won't have. And we had the best time, the absolute best business journey. So, you know, I think there are 
there's lots of um, questionable things out there that people do challenge you with and also lots of you know obstacles that get thrown. But you obviously do make it work and, um, you know, you're obviously doing a fantastic job. And, yeah, super lucky to get to work with a person that you love spending your time with every day. So absolutely. Yeah. Um, so you are a massive advocate for creating really compelling content um, and not just content for the sake of it, but content that really connects with its intended audience. Um, and obviously, we know that that has huge power, right, and particularly on business. Um, what type of impact have you seen when um, this content's been going out there? If it's really good formulated content, mm-hmm. you know, intended purpose, what can that do for a business or a brand or an individual? I mean, it's, it, it can, it, it's transformative, right? It, it, I think it, as, as soon as you realize the power of content and the power of social, like that is, that's the key, uh, right? Like, and there's so many ways that you can access and there's so many different types of content. There's so many different ways of, of reaching people and so many different messages. Like they're all super valuable, but everybody has their, their unique, uh, portion if you like of of uh are they a unique brand of of what they do really really well everyone's got that and and I think the when you work with someone to understand what that is and you can really draw out that bit of them there's 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 nothing like it like we've we've seen personal brands like I've been working with people um who terrified to put themselves out there and and it's a scary vulnerable place to do that so that makes complete sense but now you can't get them off the bloody selfie (laughs) like they're they're on it permanently and it and it's because they 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 realize the power of doing that their business has grown their personal brand has grown and it's it's amazing to see Uh, having said that it's you know it's not if you if you don't want to then you don't have to no you know you you don't there's no pressure from anyone to do that right However, the world is online and the world is on social. And, and as soon as as soon as like that clicks into place for, for people and for brands, like that can really take you to the next level. Yeah, completely. And I mean, that has to be testament, I guess, probably to you and your team, because part of putting yourself out there online is confidence, right? Um, it's terrifying, you know, if, even the most confident of people. 100%, yeah, it is. Like, uh, I, I remember um, like when when we first started, uh, well, I mean, I, we get stuff all the time because it's it's like I said, it's, like, it's really vulnerable putting yourself out there and you open yourself up for people to be able to say whatever the hell they want to you, right? Because it, it feels like, it, it feels less personal because it's over, it's it's online. So you, you, you get a lot of people that are maybe a little bit braver than they would be if they saw you in the street. Um, but yeah, I've had people uh, say some pretty negative things, uh, uh, about appearance about gender anything uh you know it oh god I had someone that messaged me the other uh that commented the other day actually just saying they couldn't understand a word I was saying because of my accent <laughs> I was just, but I've had like oh my, my teeth weren't white enough at the start or what do you know and it and it I think you get it still hurts sometimes but it, you you sort of you you get a little numb to it and you realize that the you're doing it for a reason you're doing it for a purpose and you you're speaking to people and helping them and I think once once again like once that's clicked into place that you're you're connecting with people you're building a community and you know you're doing it for a purpose that stuff matters less uh, it it really does 
but um but it's not nice that 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 happens to people and you can see that there's a there's a movement online about um being kind right thinking about what you're saying it's it's an important message it is it's a really important message because you know people want to be out there more so on social you know they do and I, I guess it's it's confidence in themselves but it's also being able to deal with those negative comments and you know if you were to walk into a room a, a party or a networking group you know people wouldn't dream of coming up to you and telling you like your accent's terrible or you've got no, you know, too much life. You imagine it, right? People wouldn't dream of it, would they? But people feel like it's acceptable to do behind, a, you know, a screen and it's, it's absolutely not acceptable, but I guess it is, it's building that confidence and that resilience, isn't it? To go, you know, those people don't matter. That's not who I'm here to serve. They're not part of, you know, my story, my audience, what I'm trying to do here kind of disregard, um but it takes a bit of it, it takes it, it it balances you down a bit doesn't it yeah absolutely and I, and I think that you know uh confidence comes from purpose so if you've got if you've got passion and you've got purpose like the the confidence will be there and um you, you it's getting comfortable with being uncomfortable isn't it and it and it and it will happen um but it's just be consistent and 100 percent it'll happen yeah. And I think that's always a great message, isn't it? In a, in a kind of anybody's journey, be comfortable, be uncomfortable. And then when you get comfortable in that space, be uncomfortable again, because it's how you grow and it's how you learn and it's how you push yourself, isn't it? So, yeah. Um, so you and the team have a pretty raw and quite unique style in terms of your video content. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. I mean, and, and completely like it, it's, it's interesting. Um, it's intentional, but uh, also not manufactured, if that makes sense. So we we created content um, that we that that has a bit of us in it, and and that and I think that you can feel that. So we we wanted people to um, to see something and know that it was it was ours because it feels a little bit like us. And we have a really, as you say, like a really raw style, and you, you, there's there's elements of it where you're like, oh yeah, like wonders done that you can see it you can feel it but at the same time we there's a there's a there's a different appetite for content online and it's changed really fast and it's it's about creating content that that people want to see not the content that you want to show them and and I think once again like it's just a a mindset thing and and I think that we got that we got that really quickly and and that's it helped us um helped us grow and helped us grow our clients and yeah that got a name for ourselves in a in a cool style that I'm super proud of we've got a really cool team yeah you should be I mean this you know the style is definitely there it's definitely yours it's definitely recognizable but obviously you're creating content for tons of different clients all different wants needs industries serving different audiences um so yeah I mean amazing job in terms of being super creative but having that real unique style that you know comes back to you yeah you know it's great um social media so love it hate it be it positive negative um what's your thoughts on social media and um you know is it essential is it for business is it for personal is it for all of those things and you know what what do you think i think um i think yeah i'm a huge advocate for social of course i like i think that it, it can it can change your life if you if you let it uh i think there's never been there's never been a time in the history of us being on this planet where we've been able to reach 
a, a glo- like we've been able to reach people globally like just through saying a sentence like typing a sentence like it's just the 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 capacity to reach and connect and speak to people on a on a higher level now is is unbelievable and for that reason like I'm a, I think social media is incredible I, and I'm a huge advocate for it uh I, I there is there is of course there is like there's a dark side to, to social there's a dark side to most things in life and and it can it could be harmful and I think that it can have uh unreal it can give you unrealistic unrealistic expectations of yourself and how you should be and especially for young people it can be really difficult and, and damaging in that sense and something needs to be done about that and, and how we handle that as, as a as a society but on the whole the especially if you're in business like it's it's a huge part of of that strategy now it has to be and I, I think it's essential and I enjoy being on there like I, I, I do like it doesn't matter where I'm whether I'm walking somewhere I'm in the office um wherever on the toilet like wherever I am like I'm, I'm cool with being on social it's it's a good space to be yeah no absolutely and I think that you know the pandemic I mean social's obviously been there way way before you know uh, COVID hit but I think it's just expanded the use of it hasn't it and how easy it is now to reach that global audience how it is to make a connection over somebody who's in New York that you want to work with or you like the look of their style or you want to connect with and um, you know not only has the pandemic I guess opened up us being able to work much easier globally without having to travel now I think we've just taken it to a completely different level and I, I don't know about you but through the pandemic when you weren't allowed to be in person with people feeling connected to them online was a really good way to try and keep those emotional connections going. Oh 100% essential uh, absolutely essential like if can you can you imagine if we didn't have that like how that would have how that would have felt what that would have done to people uh on a on a, a on a mental emotional level and, and then physical level because of that so absolutely I think it, it was it was a lifeline through that really difficult time for so many people it kept us it kept us all connected and and I think that we have held on to that as we've um started to move out of it yeah absolutely and something I get asked quite a lot and I'd be interested on your take on this is just how to balance you know your business life with your personal life and not exposing too much and where do you mix the two and where do you draw the line and how do you manage that yeah it, it it's it's it can be it can be it can be really tricky right and I think with with us as well um we because because it's Lou and I's business and we're um together it sometimes it does feel like uh like we're we're showing everybody everything if that makes sense like it's Wonder and and Lou and Clover have, have sort of morphed into the same thing at times I think so yeah it's something that, uh, that I've been conscious of but I think that it's important it's important to show a, a little bit of personality like it's important to connect with people on a deeper level and and I, and I want to do that and we've had a you know if you're if you're struggling with something or um, there's something on, on your mind or there's something that you want to share with something's just happened, you want to share that or whatever it is, I think it's important to do that. And, and it's important for people to, to have those conversations. So uh, yeah, I, I think that sharing personal stuff is good, but I must admit, 
I don't need to see what you've had for dinner. <laughs> like, <I don't... laughs> yeah, and it's funny, isn't it? They're getting, I mean, the channels, right? It's a constant balance of, you know, what's what's business and which channel, what's personal and what channel, the are a mix, you know, how do you balance that? And I, I have a LinkedIn police. Yeah, completely. <laughs> I'm constantly like, should I be putting the kids on here? Is this a good place? But um, yeah, it's a tricky one, isn't it? And I think it's about just being comfortable with what you're putting out there absolutely yeah if you're it's about how how comfortable you are with it on on that level I I think so um but there's a lot of people especially with LinkedIn isn't there there's I think that's where people are like the strictest of like you you can't be putting these things on there and I just think that's that's just like that's changed like that does it's not like that platform is for um professional people to connect that's what that's for and, and that's how people connect so yeah of course and I mean you know it might be professional people we're still humans you know we still yeah yeah going on we still have good times bad times you know things that go on outside of work so yeah I'm really loving the shift in LinkedIn actually of how much more you know there was a point where if you put a personal photo on LinkedIn you know people will go nuts about this is great what the hell um Whereas now I think, you know, there's a lot of positive talk around mental health and how open people are being, they're good, they're ups, they're downs. There's so much learning to be had from people's stories on LinkedIn, not just the, you know, the salesy type posts. So I'm loving the change in LinkedIn. I think it's a real place where, you know, you can you can show the real you and still be very professional as well. Yeah, I totally agree. Totally agree. I I, I, I love I love LinkedIn. I, I think it's a, a brilliant platform and it's uh for for personal brands uh, especially in a in a professional uh if you're in professional services as well I think it's really great I, I, I do you know what? I genuinely just think it's really great I think it the way that 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 platform has has changed especially over the past what three four years there's been a huge shift um it's just it, it's it's opened it up the reach potential on on that platform alone is incredible and I've connected and made so many friends from from that platform. It's so good. Me too, me too. And, you know, if, if you're a little bit ballsy with that platform as well, like I tend to be, um, <laughs> you know, you can reach people who you would always think are completely unreachable and, you know, reaching out to complete strangers, but just saying, could I have an hour of your time and love what you've done here? Is there any chance I can, you know, have a chat with you? People are so open to just talking and sharing knowledge, aren't they? So, really? um, yeah, it's such a cool tool. Um, okay, so content creation. I mean, we know that this more so than ever before is so important, particularly for businesses, but personal brands as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but it does require some brain power. It requires you to be super <laughs> creative all the time, doesn't it? Because your content has to be brilliant to cut through. Where do you and the team get your inspiration from? How do you keep the creative ideas fresh and alive? It's interesting. I think I generally think that there needs to be a bit of a balance. Uh, I think you the the really high end polished creative content uh, is is really important, and it and it and it it sort of puts you at a at a level right of 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 a level above other people. Like you you go that extra mile, and that content is incredible. But at the same time, like content, the more organic content that works really well as well. Like you're talking about, you might be out with your kids and you take four and stuff like that. Like that stuff is 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 important to um, brands as much as the other stuff is. I think they're both really important. Um, from a creative point of view with the team, we throw ideas around constantly. We're so uh, collaborative. It's it's in, it's incredible, and I think that that is um that's a, that's that's 
one of our strengths and and I think that that's that's something that um if you if you feel like uh you you're having a creative block and you, you don't know what to post and whatever and sometimes that can cause anxiety which makes it even worse and then it goes in a loop genuinely just talking to people and sharing ideas and uh like have you I was going to post something I wasn't really did you have any ideas of like what I could do have you seen anything that you've liked that I've done and like if you if you open up conversation and try and share and connect with people that can really expand that creativity yeah absolutely and I think one of the most difficult things I don't know about you guys but for us as a creative team through the pandemic was recreating that conceptual kind of brainstormy throw the ideas around type I mean you, you know you could do it over zoom but there's just nothing quite like being around a table and you know starting with the crappest ideas and the daftest things that come out of your mouth which start to then develop into something really interesting and really cool but that process that you go through as a creative team to get there it's tough, you know, through a computer screen, isn't it? It's... It is. It, it definitely is. We, I mean, our team, it's, it's, you know what, it's wild with our team as well because um, the, the majority of our team can work remotely. We have some some team members that because of the kit that we use and stuff like that and the filmmakers and stuff that they need to to, to be in. Um, although there's things that we can do still, but they, they need to be in that, that production team mostly. But then we've got like this whole half of us um, that are, are marketers and social managers and PMs and stuff like that. And they have the option, but they all come in. Like It's just, and it is because of that, uh, that collaborative energy, that culture feel, it, it when you with people and you can bounce off their 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 energy and their vibe and their ideas like you said like it, it makes a huge difference having said that we do use slack so much as well like a, a, an internal comms system to throw ideas around and stuff is 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 uh the next best thing i think yeah no absolutely so i guess for any of our listeners out there um how do you guys go about coming up with like a killer campaign, something that would engage people or inspire them or um, influence them? Is there a sort of secret to the process or is it just very organic? If there was a secret, would I give you it? (laughs) 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 I would, I would always. Um, I don't think there's like a, um, a secret to that. I think it's just, I think it's always worked backwards, right? So it's, it's always looking at, um, the the pain points of like what are you what are you trying to ease is it, are you creating for entertainment are you creating for value are you creating to really make people feel something for emotion like are you, are you creating for the purpose of a call to action like what once you can figure out like what that is working backwards from there and looking at what's trending what people like to see like really digging deep into th- that person that target audience whoever that is and get into the mindset of them is is that game changer yeah and it's it's interesting isn't it because it's almost the simple basics of marketing right just centric everything think about the customer first forget what you want to say forget how you want to say it or how you want to show it what do your customers or your audience want to hear um and it's uh yeah create for them right yeah absolutely so i guess in terms of tech i mean it's it's absolutely wild how quickly tech is evolving, isn't it? And, you know, trying to keep up with that is, it's just a never ending game that we're going to play, isn't it? But I mean, how do you guys stay at the forefront of trends and tech changes? Yeah, we've, it, it, it is, it is challenging for sure. Trying to um, stay ahead of the tech trends. Definitely. We, um, we have some 
My dears, we have some incredible kit. So yeah, we we use really high level cameras. Um, uh, we can shoot in in six K and stuff like that. So we've got, but that changes so fast as well. Like in three years, like we'll we'll be looking at like the next set that we need to be looking at and stuff. So yeah, it's it's hard to keep on top of it, but it's because it's so um, ingrained in everyday life now because there's so many content creators because everyone can do something. It means that it's more accessible than it's ever been as well, which is uh, so good because that means that you can, um, like even as a, like even if you're doing something for your personal brand and it's like you're a soul trader, whatever it is, like you've still got access to really cool kit but that's maybe is more affordable than these big pieces of industry uh, uh yeah big pieces of industry kit really so yeah I think that it's 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 exciting that it's changing fast I think it's a it's a pro yeah it is a pro and I mean I guess the uh, the beauty of um how fast it's changed is that now you know we all have you know really high quality video cameras at you know in our hand most of the time most of the day exactly. it's crazy like the the I've just got um I've just got a, a Pixel Six um the camera on it is insane it's so good <laughs> like honestly I took I I and and the front facing camera as well and you're just like bloody hell like it wasn't it was only what, ten years ago how old am I <laughs> like ten ten tenish years ago uh when I was like studying photography and like now you. The, the ability to do stuff like that on your phone is unbelievable. It's so yeah. good. Yeah, absolutely. And there's obviously there's no taking away from real professional video footage here, but the the ability to be able to take really raw kind of in the moment footage and get that up to the likes of TikTok or YouTube where you can really reach this audience is just phenomenal now, isn't it? It's great. It, it is like that user gen content is uh, is really important. And, and, it, and, and, I th- and again, I think it just increases the appetite for content. So it's it's definitely, uh, it's such a good thing that everyone can feel like they have the ability to be a creator if they want to. Yeah, absolutely. Um, in terms of continuous learning, I mean, we talked a little bit there about just trying to keep up with tech and trends, which we we, we appreciate is uh, un, uh, just unachievable. <laughs> yeah. um, how important is content, continuous learning just generally to you as, you know, a business owner, um, you know, managing a team, you know, your knowledge and learning for your personal journey? Essential, essential. And, and there's so many areas. I don't think, I, I don't think you can ever know enough about yourself or others. I think that it, you forever need to be learning that and, and people change and you change and so that that's that's constant and with with our team um I mean professional development is so important to us we every team member has a development plan in in which they set themselves goals and things that they want to learn and uh and things that they want to achieve and there's there's always a progression for them to be able to do that and we want to support everyone to do that um super essential but then I think you know, you need to work on yourself on a on a personal level, but also on a skill and business level as well. So I think you can't uh, you can't hide from one or the other of those. Any recommendations? Any favourites of yours? Conferences, networks, social media sites, books, anything that you love? Do you know what? Genuinely, I think that um, mind uh, mindfulness and yoga and meditation. If you can, if you can sort of. Um, if you can get into that uh, that routine of, of of 
pulling those bits into your life it can it can make a huge difference just a little bit of time to uh decompress uh can can really really help and it took me a while to to believe that um and uh, and I've started more recently I got back into doing yoga and stuff and and routine and it's 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 really made a huge difference because we had a bit of a um a bit of a tough year and and sometimes it can feel like everything gets a little bit much and and taking that space can can really make a huge difference to your well your mental health and your physical health I think yeah absolutely it's interesting yoga is the only place the only thing that can calm my mind down it's the only time it's It's just it's so and I I really see see a difference if I stop if I skip a yoga class I really do because it's the one time I can completely switch my mind off from everything otherwise it's just it's you know it's constant chaos all the time Um, I love that I love that you said that because I was thinking like I'm not sure if I'm going like if I should say yoga but that's really cool yeah it's um I think uh yeah it's just I don't know I think you just really connect with yourself right and you you sort of switch off like it's just it's it's nice this podcast is brought to you by Fabric a training academy that empowers the most ambitious marketers to thrive You're already a marketer or you want to get into marketing. You have ambition like no other and are driven to be the best at what you do. So how can you make sure you make a big impact wherever you go? Well, we're here to share over 20 years of experience in industry insights in just 12 weeks. By the end of our program, you'll know how to build a marketing strategy that delivers big time business impact. Show how valuable you are through effective reporting and help your organization smash targets and reach its goals. Get ready to be the change that propels organizations forward. Nail your next interview, review or board meeting and make yourself the marketer that every business wants. To find out more, visit fabric-academy.com. Any recommendations around, I guess, leadership coaching, mentoring, um, managing a team, growing a business? Absolutely, yeah. Um, there's... Um there's a there's a couple of so there's there's a really cool guy called Tom Smith um he's doing some incredible stuff he's been working we've been working with him and he's been working with Molly McCann and he's 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 great for I mean he's he's got a certain style he's a bit like Grant uh, Cardone I think he works with him as well um and it, he's 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 a really cool he's a really cool guy that really helps um again get the best out of people um and a good friend of mine um Lee Flanagan uh, he's, uh, he does loads of mentoring and coaching and, um, he's, his personal brand is amazing as well. So I a hundred percent recommend, um, checking those two people out cause they're, they're, they're really great. Um, but yeah, uh, I guess like, um, leadership's a really interesting one, isn't it? And, and I think that there's loads of different styles of leadership. And I think, um, I think it's about, the most important thing in leadership, in my opinion, is understanding others. I, I think it's not about you and how you do things. It's about understanding how other people feel in their everyday life and how they react to certain things. If you can have that um, emotional intelligence to understand people, then uh, that's that's the key to great leadership. Um, yeah, I love that. Absolutely agree. I think, yeah, that's so important. 
Um, so it's probably fair to say you took quite an uh, unconventional journey into your first job. Not many drop out of school, then complete their uh, GCSEs, then go travel in the world and start a business. Um, but I guess something I continuously ask is how can us as the creative industry get more involved in supporting our younger generation into these um, these jobs, um, especially for those who are less keen on a typical academic route or maybe don't love that structure of school or college or uni or, you know, the, the typical routes, if you, if you might. How can we do more to support them into that and, you know, give them the freedom to be able to go off and trial things and still come back and, you know, and, and get those great jobs? I think uh, I think mentoring is is so so important. I think having visibility of people that you can relate to um, in what and reaching those spaces that young people are in. I think that's so so important. If you can see someone that has the same the same feel as you, the same face as you, like it, it can really make a difference if they're doing something that you didn't think that you could do. So I think that's really important. I'm a huge, huge advocate, and at Wonder we're huge advocates of apprenticeships. Um, that had I have had the opportunity um, to have gone into an, an apprenticeship in this industry at, at that time, like that would have that would have changed my life. Not, well, I'm happy with my life, but you, you get what I mean, right? Like it's it's a huge. I I feel like getting young people into these creative environments that. They want you. It's that's how you learn. You learn being in the environment. You learn being with people, and you learn from people. And I and I think again, like sometimes for some people, and probably especially creatives, that it, it, those sorts of settings and, and courses, and it, sometimes it's it's not how you as a as an individual learns. Yeah. And I think it's sometimes difficult because it's not you can't be your best if you're forced into a box in a sense, you know, like um, I've got two little boys and one's very academic and one's very creative. Yeah. And I I would imagine my youngest one, who's the creative one, will take a very different route. And I'm so excited about the opportunities that there is for him now if he wants to go into a real creative role, because he will be able to express himself in so many different ways that just weren't available for us when we were leaving school and um, I think that's class as well and it, and it, you know the, the you was it your son yeah and, and yeah I think like for you as well to have to to be able to see the, the difference and and be excited to for those to explore their differences and and really thrive in their unique ways I think that's incredible yeah and it's I just I guess as businesses I always think that you know there was there's still and I mean it is changing the world is changing and there are some big companies now taking steps towards these changes which is great mm -hmm. but you know there is still particularly in the role of the field that I'm in you know marketing you know asking for degrees in marketing and discounting people if they don't have a marketing degree yet some of the very best talent I have in my business have you know no formal training no no education at degree level and um you know just us being able to showcase those superstars yeah. that have taken different paths but actually doesn't you know it shouldn't limit their success in any way I think is really important oh my god I agree I agree so much uh yeah like I think um like I said like it, that path can work for some people but I don't think that that's from 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 our point of view as as an employer we uh, we don't we don't ask people well we don't ask people for a degree for starters like the the most important thing to us uh, number one is culture and and the after that comes experience uh, 
but you, you there's there's always a if you if you're the right fit and the right attitude then there's always going to be something um even if you don't have the experience but experience is is uh, the is vital in in a creative uh, agency or in marketing like learning from actually doing like you can't get that from uh, education no absolutely not um no and it's great to just be able to experiment with that isn't it and give people the opportunity to be able to move around in roles and expose themselves to different areas of the business because then you kind of decide actually you know I thought I was over here but I love doing a little bit of this and and again just I mean it's that almost that squiggly career path isn't it of just trying things being open-minded and finding where your kind of passion lies yeah um, and going on to passion, um, I mean, you always seem super energetic and so passionate about everything that you're doing. Um, how do you stay so energized? And I guess on the flip of that, and you talked a little bit about yoga, but how do you kind of, you know, you, I, I'm imagining you don't run at that speed all the time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, caffeine. Um, <laughs> yeah. uh, do you know what? Genuinely, I think um, it, I just... I just love it. I just genuinely love it. I think if you are, if you're passionate about what you're doing, if you, if you're focused on what, where you want to go and you're passionate about what you're doing, you are literally unstoppable. Like I, and I, and I feel it. Like I feel like I feel unstoppable, you know, like I feel like we can, we can do anything and we will do everything. Like I I genuinely feel that. And I think that maybe like that comes across, like people can feel that energy from us. Um, I we I do have down times uh, when I'm sleeping, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, like I, I I live and breathe it. I I I love I love what we do so much. So it just it just doesn't feel like I'm having a put like a work face on. Like this is me, unapologetically me. Yeah, no, I love it, and it absolutely does come across. And I think you know that's for you guys how you're attracting your team, how you're attracting clients. You know, you just seem so authentically you, but just amazingly passionate about what you do. So no, that definitely comes across. Um, but I mean, running a business, scaling a business, building a team—I mean, it's bloody tough, isn't it? It's hard work. Um, <laughs> how do you balance kind of the business side with you know? taking the business hat off altogether and particularly when you and Lou are in it together how do you how do you get that downtime we do you know what I I mean uh, that is something that we have been trying to work on actually if I can be honest that is it because 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 it means so much to both of us because we're so passionate it, it it can be really hard for us to to stop uh in it's it's something that we've been trying to work on. Uh, so we've been trying to have one day, uh, one day at the weekend where we we try and just just spend time together and and or with family or whatever it is. Um, and that's been that's been going okay. And we've set some personal goals that we need to be achieving. And I think it's just that's gonna help us balance that. But if I can be totally honest with you, like work life balance my my work is my life it's it's something that I I I have struggled with definitely yeah it's super hard isn't it and I I go through waves I get you know I get really good at going like no more of this this is my work time this is my family time like I I can do this and I get into a good habit for a little while and then something happens and I just slip right back to where I was I'm just chaos and work 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 and it is really tough I think it's something that you just constantly have to work on don't you Definitely. Yeah. I, I think if it's good, to, it's good to be aware that, that 
that's happening in your life I think um and know that it's something that you're gonna need to address but uh but yeah I think it's when you own your own business uh, or when you when you at a high level or when you just working your socks off to achieve your goal like it, it it it's it's hard to slow down because because you feel so passionately that you want that thing at the end and I, and I think uh you've got to be conscious and aware that you know you you can quite easily just work yourself into the ground can't you so it, yeah definitely taking time is is going to be important good good to hear well um I'm dying to hear what's next for you guys. What's next for Wonder Films? What's next for you, Chloe? I mean, you've done the, you know, Forbes 30 and the 30. I mean, that's outrageous. So what's what's next? <laughs> um, we, yeah, the, we always have uh, quite ambitious plans. Um, there's, we're, I mean, it's the worst kept secret, right? But um, we've just got our our own space that we're, we're moving into. We're just currently kitting out a new studio, um, and that's amazingly exciting. There's some other things around that that we'll be dropping on our socials as well. Um, the, do you know what? It's really interesting because I, I guess with our plans, we share a lot of our achievements and stuff like that as we've gone. And like you said, we've been so fortunate to to get um, some amazing accolades and awards. And yeah, the Forbes thing was incredible. Um, but we often we're working on things that we can't sort of announce that we're working on until those things happen but uh but yeah it's going to be big I can tell you that <laughs> there's plenty of anticipation there so anybody who's listening get following on social going <laughs> on there first right <laughs> 100% the more the merrier uh yeah thank you amazing well honestly your story has absolutely not disappointed in any way as amazing as I thought it would be and I'm sure has inspired so many people thank you so much for sharing it with us thanks for having me I've, I've you know I've really enjoyed it genuinely just uh catching up and chatting through some things so yeah thank you so much um I appreciate it no it's almost like a mini therapy session this so it's great I, like I was gonna say that and then I stopped myself <laughs> saying that. No, a lot of people say that so this is why we normally have gin you see it's even <laughs> thank you so much Chloe take care Thank you.